This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Not a, a, a very long time for Ozan and Ben Davis to settle in, but I just wonder how ready you feel either are to make their Premier League debut and at least move one of Jordan Henderson and Fabinho into midfield? Or is it a case of still needing that Premier League experience with someone like Jamie Vardy around? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jamie's obviously a, a proper challenge in this league. Um, the way he plays, the way he gets set up by um, his mates. And um, so that's a, that's a proper job to do. Um, but they only can do it always with uh, the whole team. It's always, um, and that's how we always try to do it. Um, you have to avoid the passes to him. Jamie is a player, a world-class player for sure, uh, in a specific um, area of the pitch. Um, and with his speed, that's really tricky. But um, so with the boys, yeah, obviously we we had now uh, a lot of some sessions together where we really could work on, on, on this defensive setup. And that's um, very, very important. But we have, as well, on top of that, we have other players available. So um, Nate Phillips did really well, um, together with Hendo, together with Fab. Fab will not be available, by the way. Um, he is, um, yeah, suffered again a little, a little muscle issue, and um, so will be out for this game. And um, so we have to find a solution. And um, all of them had the chance this week to show in training, um, who's ready. Um, and so I have to make a decision tomorrow, obviously. You've often said to us that you don't get too high when you're winning and you don't get too low when things aren't going so well. So how would you describe the mood around the group at the moment, ahead of a game that obviously has significance with two teams in the top four places? As good as it can be or as good as it should be. It's not that we... Um, that we have like a, a bad or aggressive or a blaming or whatever mood, not at all. We, we, we came in this situation all together. We know some reasons um, and we are, in, we are in it together, absolutely together. So there's no, no, nothing really to, 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 to worry about or whatever that we now point with the finger on each other and say it's because of you or because of you. Um, no, it's, uh, we, we want to sort it together and we will sort it together. And um, there's nothing bad to say about the atmosphere, but it's not, we are not flying or whatever that we can't stop laughing during the week, obviously. But it's a completely normal mood how it should be. And we know Brendan's no longer your landlord. Have you heard from him lately? And how much respect do you have for the job that he's doing this season at Leicester? Yeah, I got a message this week, obviously. Um, and But it was not about the game, um, of course. And um, no, we are not, not don't have a lot of contact. We saw each other maybe, maybe more often than in other seasons because we had a lot of Zoom meetings with the Premier League coaches. Uh, it looks good. Um, healthy. That's what's most important. And um, no, if I, I couldn't respect his work more than I do. And I said it before and I can say it now when everybody can see it again because of the, the situation in the table. But the job that he's doing, they are doing there is really, it's really, really good. They have a really strong group together there, a really good squad together. Um, had some problems injury-wise as well, came through properly um, and are now, yeah, a real competitor. That's how it is and that's how we see the game. Thank you, Vinny. Mandy. 
Jürgen, Leicester are the only team to have been in the, the top four at the end of every week so far this season. Obviously, they had a, a bit of a slide towards the end of last season. Do you think they've perhaps got mentally stronger, looking from the outside, clearly, uh, for their challenge this season? How can I know? But probably yes, because um, going through a, uh, a situation like they had last year um, is for sure it's not helpful in that season, but for the next season, for sure, if you're smart enough to use this information and there, and, and Brenton and players are for sure smart enough. So yes, it's for sure was helpful that they were in a similar situation. Um, probably slightly disappointing that they could make the Champions League last year, um, but uh, they are. It was always clear as long as they don't lose players and they can add on. And they did again good business, to be honest. Brought um, in really good players. Fullback, center half, all these kind of things. Um, up front, Albrighton looks like he doesn't get older. Body is the same. Barnes is probably one of the biggest talents. Not sure if he's already as much respected or appreciated as he should be. He's an unbelievable player, to be honest, and a proper Leicester product. So, um, yeah, midfield. Tiedemanns, all all these guys. It's just it's just a really good a good setup, and um, that's what makes them so strong. James Milner has said that Liverpool have been a, a results machine in recent years, uh, but the confidence and the rhythm has dropped a bit. As a manager, Jürgen, how do you help your players get that back, the rhythm and the confidence? Oh, look, if you, have to, if you see our... So it's normal. If you don't get all week in, week out, all the results, it's normal that uh, a few things drop. And the rhythm is is difficult because some players have rhythm because they play constantly. Others don't have the rhythm. Uh, we have to make decisions when when do we bring them in and stuff like this. And and um, But, you know, some reasons why it's not so easy. Um, and... The, the confidence, I, I saw a very confident team in the last few weeks. I saw a very confident team against uh, Manchester City, um, which is one of the most difficult football games in the world. And um, I, I, so I know it's, it's, it's maybe not appropriate to speak about a good game when you lost 4-1. But um, for us, it's obviously very important what we saw there in all the, in all the other situations. We did not lose this game because we played bad. We lost it because we made individual mistakes and that can happen as well and leads to the same result. But it's a different different kind of, um, of reason. And um, so if now, if you think now about Brent Rogers and Leicester, how will they prepare for us? Do they prepare for a, for a team without confidence and without rhythm? I don't think so. They saw for sure the last game and know that if they let us do a few things, then we will be really dangerous for them. And that's exactly what we try to do, um, even when we have to change again. Um, and um, we will try it again. That's just um, the job to do. And that's what we always, how we always saw it. We'd, so I think... Um, I spoke once or so about confidence and was not really happy afterwards that, we, uh, that I opened that box. Um, but it, it was that what I saw that day. Then um, I spoke once about being fatigued. That's all actually gone, to be honest. It doesn't mean um, that it cannot happen again because it's a really tough situation. But the only thing you really can do is to to, 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 to fight through a situation like this um, because nobody will help you. It's not that you people will roll the ball in front of the goal and you don't have to make the last touch. 
you have to work for all these situations. You have to defend on highest level and you have to attack on highest level. And in between, you have to play proper football. And that's what we are. And that's what we did without getting the results always. That's clear. And without performing always on our highest level, for sure, as well. But um, I saw a lot of good signs in the last weeks, which um, shows me that we are not too far away. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, uncharacteristic errors from Alisson last week. What's his character like? Does he need encouragement or is it obvious that he just needs to get back on the bike and, and start again? Oh, we had, of course, a little talk if it's then about encouragement or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's just a little talk and he was not happy that it happened, <laughs> um, of course. But it's very important to to realise in a moment like this, goalkeepers in a, in a long career, they make mistakes. It's for a goalkeeper of the quality of Alison Becker, it's pretty rare that he makes this kind of mistakes and that he makes two of them in one game. That's clear as well. But that's he, goalkeeper on top of that, are used to making mistake means they have to stay in the game. They concede a goal and they know maybe earlier than all the rest of the world, I should have saved it. Um, and they have to deal with that always. And now here's just a few days in between the City game and this game. And there was absolutely no no um, real criticism from our side, from the boys, um, from the players around him, because everybody knows how good he is. And he's a very calm person. Yeah. And now the next game is coming up and it's good. So he can, um, can um, play... Um, his normal level again and then everything will be fine. Thank you, James. On to James from TalkSport. Jürgen, this week you haven't had a match in midweek, so has it been a, a good opportunity to reset as well after what's been such a relentless and, and difficult schedule? Yeah, but uh, we have to um, um, prove it on Saturday. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So how is that? Good training session so far. Today, very important training session um, where we really um, go through pretty much everything again. Not long, but nice and sharp um, and these kind of things. So that's what you usually don't have. That's, but it's not only us. It, come on, that's, uh, we, we know that. Uh, this week, a lot of teams, other teams played because they were still in the FA Cup and they were incredibly intense games. Uh, there, one even uh, with extra time and all that thing, and all these things. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a was a better week um, to train for sure than other weeks. Uh, but we have to make sure that we are ready on Saturday. And 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 Leicester played on Wednesday, but made a lot of changes obviously for their game. So we just have to um, be ready. Carl okay. Markham, press association, and we got to Neil Jones from Goal. Carl, hi again. There, there, there seems to be a, a lot of expectations uh, riding on on Kabak in particular since uh, now you've brought him in. I'm just wondering what you do to manage that, what he does to manage that. And is this one of those circumstances where having no fans in the ground might actually help when he does play? Ooh. He's still younger, so probably yes. But I, I, so I was not a good player, how we all know, meanwhile. Um, but I enjoyed each single supporter in the stadium. So at least from a number like when there were more than 200. So if I only two or three, then you hear really each one, um, but um, a, little bit, a little bit, um, and there are a few more. So supporters is not, is, I, I never saw it like as pressure and supporters were there, but I know what you mean. If um, you make a mistake or whatever, then um, you hear the whole 
ground uh, crowd um, the noise what they are doing then that's not nice but um, the boys uh, he's young but experienced as well so he played in front of a lot of supporters he played at Stuttgart which were very often sold out um, stadium Schalke as long as supporters were allowed is pretty much sold out each home game whatever however they are in the wherever they are on the table um, and so he's used to that and um, yeah but of course it can help Neil Jones from Golden, then we finish with James Pierce, and then we go to the Margo section. Neil. Hi, Egan. Uh, just, just want to ask about Naby Keita. Um, he hasn't he hasn't played since before Christmas. Hasn't been available. I just wondered if you could tell us a little bit about the nature of the injury and and how close he might be to to returning. It was a hamstring, um, a slightly bigger one. So he is um, back on the pitch, but not with the team yet. So he's in individual training sessions, hard training sessions now. So it's the final stages of his rehab, but um, still not there. Okay. Thanks, Neil. And then James to finish this section of the press conference. Hi, Jürgen. Um, can I just check where Diogo Jota is up with his rehab and when you hope to have him available? And just also on, on Fabino, would he have any chance, do you think, for, for Leipzig or Everton? Uh, Fabino first. I don't know in a moment. Uh, we will see. Uh, I, I really don't know. Um, the uh, Diogo is close, but not as close as Nabi, for example. So he's, but he's on the pitch as well. Individual sessions, not the same intensity. So how you can imagine in, in a, after a longer um, time in rehab, you have to, to to train really intense before you can go back to to um, to team training. So um, Diogo. Two three weeks maybe, uh, but probably the medical department hits me now because I, I, I but I think that's kind of um, yeah possible back in full training maybe and then we will see how long it takes. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.